Anxiety, defined as a noun, is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. Uh, it's usually typically uh, characterized by a state of excessive uneasiness, apprehension, compulsive behavior, or panic attacks. Symptoms of anxiety commonly consist of feeling nervous, restless, or tense, obviously, having a sense of impending danger, panic, or doom, having an increased heart rate, breathing rapidly like hyperventilation, sweating, trembling, feeling weak or tired, trouble concentrating or thinking about anything other than the present worry, having trouble sleeping, experiencing uh, gas, um, or like stomach problems, having difficulty controlling your worry, or having an, an urge to avoid things that trigger your anxiety. There are several types of anxiety disorders. And um, are sometimes commonly uh, accompanied by OCD and or PTSD. Agoraphobia is a type of anxiety disorder in which you fear and often avoid places or situations that might cause you to panic and make you feel trapped, helpless, or embarrassed. You may have anxiety due to a medical condition which includes symptoms of intense anxiety or panic that are directly caused by a physical health problem. You could have generalized anxiety disorder, which includes persistent and excessive anxiety and worry about activities or events, even ordinary routine issues. The worry is out of proportion to the actual circumstance. It's difficult to control and affects how you feel physically. It often occurs along with other anxiety disorders or depression. We also have panic disorder, which is also another type of anxiety, which involves repeated episodes of sudden feelings of intense anxiety and fear or terror that reach a peak within minutes, like panic attacks, basically. You may have feelings of impending doom, shortness of breath, chest pain, or rapid fluttering or pounding heart heart palpitations. These panic attacks may lead to worrying about them happening again or avoiding situations in which they've occurred. But also these panic disorder or these panic attacks can feel like something way more serious. And um, we often mistake them for more serious uh, conditions. But it is not to say that it's not serious, but um, they could possibly cause an onset of something else to happen because you are panicking, you know, especially when you have another health issue. You have selective mutism, which is an anxiety disorder. It is a consistent failure of children to speak in certain situations, such as school, even when they speak in other situations, like comfortably with their parents and stuff such as the home, you know, family members, friends even. This can interfere with school, work, and social functioning. So, you know, you just don't speak out with everyone else. You know, someone new or that you're not comfortable with or familiar with is, you, you'll, they'll just be quiet. Then you have separation anxiety disorder 
which is a childhood disorder characterized by anxiety that ex that's excessive for the child's developmental level and related to separation from parents or others who have parental roles, positions, or like guardianships, someone people basically look up to, mentors, you know, it's uh, developed from that. So then we have social anxiety disorder, which I think is a really popular one. It's a social phobia. It involves high levels of anxiety, fear, and avoidance of social situations due to feelings of embarrassment, self-consciousness, and concern about being judged or viewed negatively by others. So, you know, people with social anxiety disorder might be just those people on social media who go out and do things deliberately to get attention because they are trying they want that what's the word acceptance they want um what's the word uh validation you know they're looking to be validated by the outside world the social world you know what's popular um you have specific phobias that are characterized by major anxieties when you're exposed to a specific object or situation and a desire to avoid it. Phobias provoke panic attacks in some people. Phobias like arachnophobia, and it doesn't exactly have to have phobia at the end of it, but basically things like, you know, as it's defined, that you're exposed to that might make you uneasy. Then you have substance-induced anxiety or disorder, which is something, it's an anxiety disorder that I believe is uh, also one of those extra anxieties that people have. Like you have a regular, you know, you have many different anxieties. Um, and this is one that is like very popular in a lot of people. Um, it's uh, characterized by symptoms of intense anxiety or panic that are direct results of misusing drugs, taking medications, being exposed to a toxic substance, or withdrawal from drugs even. So, you know, alcoholics and, you know, substance abusers might have this anxiety. Uh, other specified anxiety disorders and unspecified anxiety disorders are terms for anxieties or phobias that don't meet the exact criteria for any other anxiety disorders but are significant enough to be distressing and disruptive and when you really think about it everything and anything can be an anxiety to someone so you know take that into account keep that in mind that things bother people <laughs> and people have triggers and it's important to learn people and to understand who they are and what has changed them in life you know for better or worse the causes of anxiety disorders aren't fully understood life experiences such as traumatic events uh, appear to trigger anxiety in people who are already prone to anxiety uh, inherited traits also can be a factor um, people carry memories through their genes, therefore things that maybe their parents were worried about, they could carry on, you know, through teaching as well. So it's not uncommon to meet someone who has 
any type of anxiety disorder or many types of anxiety disorders. Medical issues, there are medical things, medical causes for some people. Uh, anxiety could be linked to an underlying health issue. And in some cases, anxiety are signs or symptoms or even the first indicators of a mental illness. You know, like your, your vibes, like your, um, your pH and your hormones and things are off. So obviously it would change you in some way mentally, thus physically. Examples of medical problems that can be linked to anxiety include heart disease, diabetes, thyroid problems, um, respiratory disorders, like chronic obstructive pulmonary disease or asthma, drug misuse or withdrawal, withdrawal from alcohol, anti-anxiety medications actually make anxiety and depression a hundred times worse from what they explain in the side effects on TV, you know. Um, chronic pain or irritable bowel sy syndrome, rare tumors that produce certain fight or flight hormones. Um, and as we've explained before, some anxieties can be side effects of certain medications. Um, possible that your anxiety may be due to an underlying medical condition. You don't have any blood relatives such as a parent or a sibling with anxiety orders. You, don't, you didn't even have an anxiety disorder as a child. You don't avoid certain things or situations because of anxiety. You have a sudden occurrence of anxiety that seems unrelated to life events and you didn't have a previous history of anxiety. And, you know, there are risk factors just like there are risk factors with anything. <laughs> uh, the risk factors of developing in a decide, uh, uh, sorry, the risk factors of, of developing an anxiety disorder uh, include trauma, children who endured abuse or trauma or witnessed traumatic events are at a higher risk of, the de of developing an anxiety disorder at some point in life. Adults who experience a traumatic event also can develop anxiety disorders. Stress due to an illness, having a health condition, you know, just like we talked about. Stress buildup, a big event or a buildup of a smaller stressful life situation may trigger excessive anxiety, uh, like death, work stress, ongoing, ongoing worry about finances. Your personality, people with certain personality types are more prone to anxiety disorders than others. Other mental health disorders, people with other mental health disorders such as depression often also have an anxiety disorder. Uh, they can also, people with these disorders can impose those feelings onto others, you know, who are susceptible or to those feelings. Having blood relatives, it can run in family, like hereditary drugs or alcohol. It's that feeling you get when you know exactly what to say, but you don't know how to say it. It's when you know exactly how to say it, but you are worried if you will hurt someone's feelings in the process. It's when you do not care about how someone feels, but you are concerned for the reaction you may get as a result. It's when you could care less about how someone reacts, but you are worried about how it will affect you. 
It is when you don't care about how it affects you and more concerned about how it affects others. It is when your mind is moving way too fast to comprehend itself, you become paralyzed with thoughts. Unable to focus on what to do or how to feel, you panic. Too much information is being processed simultaneously. You either explode with emotion or hyperventilate from stress. Anxiety. Drugs, just as drugs and alcohol, the use of or the misuse of or the withdrawal from can cause or worsen anxiety, it causes more complications. And anxiety, with anxiety, you do more than just worry. It's not just worrying. It can lead to or, you know, other complications or problems, uh, mental or physical conditions, uh, such as depression, uh, substance misuse, trouble sleeping, uh, digestive or bowel problems, headaches and chronic pain, social isolation, problems functioning at school or work, poor quality of life overall, and maybe even suicide. Um, and the point of addressing it is to see how we can prevent it. And everyone doesn't always have the same resources as other people, like a family or friends, close friends. Some people are, in fact, alone out here in the world. And uh, we need to find ways to make people feel more uh, accepted without taking away from ourselves in a way, you know? You don't have to be mean. But let's see, ways we can prevent someone who is struggling with anxiety and depression and these mental disorders, which basically boil down to depression. I mean, we like obviously, if as soon as we identify that there's an issue, we should help or get help or you know. Uh, a point in the direction of help, you know, something. You gotta be active and vigilant. Uh, anxiety, mental health conditions in general are can be harder to treat because, you know, you're really getting to the core of people. You're trying to understand who someone is, which can be complicated at times. So it's harder to treat and you don't want to always just give people medications to treat an issue. The medications don't really help anything. Big Pharma is not really there to help you. I think they're more so there to keep you sick and, and make more money. They're all about the drugs. So I don't think they're in the business of keeping you healthy. So if we can find a way to help people without the drugs, that is great. That would be awesome. We gotta stay active and participate in, in activities with each other and stay uh, um, connected. Uh, we gotta stay active and do things that make us happy and enjoy ourselves, like happy about ourselves. Um, and it's very important that people also are more encouraging and, and 
positively reinforcing uh, or positively criticizing people, even if they are trying to give them constructive criticism, try to be positive about the negative if you can, like, you know, let me see if I can figure out a way to sentence that. If somebody cooks something, for example, and it's their first time cooking it and you taste it, you're taste testing it, you don't have to say, ew, it's nasty, oh, you too better. No, you can say, um, okay, this is good for your first time. It needs, it may need a lot of work, but it's very good for it to be your first time, you know, positive reinforcement. So, you know, things of that nature. If you can help it, try to avoid alcohol or drug use, like I said absolutely positively avoid it <laughs> keep that like I think I believe they call it spirit for a reason the alcohol you know the state the spirits because it somewhat invokes a certain spirit out of you that you know normally you wouldn't be it, it exposes the truth like they say it's a substance and it's a chemical put it in our bodies and it invokes some spirit so to speak a personality that yeah so keep in mind that some spirits aren't good to invoke <laughs> you know like you don't want to conjure any demons from deep down people's truths start to come to the surface and then they start to become a little uh overwhelming to deal with i guess i don't want to say nothing mean uh so yeah we can create support groups interventions uh that's why i said it's important to gather people make sure people know and feel like they're loved or you know they belong that's most important you don't want anybody to lose hope that's very important once people lose hope that's it we don't want anybody to lose hope Personally, I believe, and I um, am practicing myself, that if you have to go through any of these mental disorders alone and you can help it practice uh, mindfulness, uh, knowing, think of things that are good about yourself, and just know if, how, like, Think of all the people who you've made feel good or made happy or put a smile on their face. Think of all of that. Um, Hobbies are really good to distract you from anything that may be causing you to worry uh, unnecessarily. Uh, Think of things you like to do and do them. You know, they inspire dopamine and serotonin chemicals in your brain and try to you know think of things you like to do and do that uh as long as they don't hurt anyone of course don't think of things that make you happy that hurt other people um what else can we do to avoid anxiety write a list that usually helps i don't always remember to write a list but if you can like just think of it write a list 
of the things that you want to accomplish or get done or that you have to do currently in that moment that day that you can get done don't think too far ahead in the future you you want to stay present as much as possible presence um what else to avoid anxiety what i have been doing to cope alone oh let's see just you gotta love yourself you gotta know um listening to music i'm just trying to name off a few things that can help with anxiety and worry uh what i especially the things that i do myself um you can write i write i draw i just do stuff you know if you have a video game play video games you know if someone doesn't want you to play video games (laughs) and that's a anxiety for you then offer it for them to play video games with you (laughs) or don't i don't know take a walk